to the Off the Rails podcast, a deep dive into dynasty, death, and other degenerate forms of fantasy football. Please welcome your host, Ben and James. Off the Rails podcast, talking about what a fucking football on. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Off the Rails podcast, a deep dive into Dynasty, Devi, and other degenerate forms of fantasy football. I'm one of your hosts, James, here with my co-host, Ben. Hey, Ben, how are you? Good, James. Just good? We had the first night of the combine today, the first time that these guys were running. Yeah, man, it was a, a, a something that you and I always look forward to, and I think this one in particular was totally worth the wait. It really was. Um, we had, you know, been knowing for uh, at least a year at this point that this draft class was going to be awesome uh, from a wide receiver perspective. Running backs look like they're shaping up that way too. But uh, based on the numbers that a lot of these guys threw down, uh, we're looking at a, an elite class here in front of us. Yeah, I yeah, I would definitely describe it as an elite class. Like certainly elite athletically. Uh, dude, so many guys running in the four fours here. It's crazy. I, and, and that's like a lot of it is, you know, if we're talking about just guys that are, that are checking the boxes at the very least, uh, like a shitload of boxes got checked tonight uh, for this group of wide receivers. They really um, did. There, there's like a few things and we'll get into some of like the individual, individual times here, but like, there's a few guys that I think people were expecting or hoping for a little bit more of, um, but for the most part, there was also some surprises. Guys, guys that did better than than we thought. So, um, I, I, dude, I'm super excited for the running backs tomorrow. I know, I know. Like for as for as good as this is, I have been like jonesing for this running back class for years now, and it's like, I, I, I think those guys are all going to be athletes too, like elite athletes, and like to the running back position, especially that like can be so indicative of, of success if they've got the draft capital yep. and the production alongside of it. I think all of these guys are going to have that. It's just, uh, dude, it's a good time to be alive, James. It is. Yeah. It's a good time to be alive. Yeah. Let's not, let's not get into running backs here, uh, <laughs> too much. Right. I mean, we've got a whole nother podcast coming tomorrow. Um, but right now, just to kind of circle back, Ben and I are just going to do just a quick recap of, um, the wide receivers and tight ends that have run tonight, uh, Thursday, February 27th. Uh, and this will be posting tomorrow morning, um, Friday the 28th. So we're just going to do quick reactions to the numbers these guys have posted. We waited as long as we could here. Uh, it is maybe three cones will happen while, while we're talking. That's true. We, we yeah. Still hope. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, but yeah, right now, as as we're recording, it is after the uh, the time that uh, we were told the combine would be over, and uh, we still do not have three cone times for wide receivers. So we're a little frustrated about that, but uh, you know, really wanted to to get this out to you guys and and can respond to the other numbers that that we've seen to this point. So um, Ben, you want to start with just a few guys that you were really into. So far, um, surprises. Sure. Where do you want to go? Uh, I mean, dude, I want to start like at the very top, just like the guys. Yeah, man, at the very top, the guys that we were expecting to have monster combines. Did they have them? Um, 
I mean, yeah, you know, everyone, I think the the guy that everyone was psyched about coming into this was Henry Ruggs. And yep. depending on like your, your degree of like crazy expectations for him, I dude, I've got to say that he pretty much satisfied what, what everybody was hoping for. Sure. I, and like that, that may not be true for you because like, God damn dude, I swear you were sitting there like with the sound of disappointment in your voice because like you really thought he, he could run four ones. I, I thought he was going to challenge the 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 John Ross number. I, I did. I did. Uh, but you know what, man? Looking at it, uh, I think it was the fifth fastest time of a wide receiver ever. So, yeah, definitely not anything to be upset about I mean, or, or he, frustrated he with. He looked disappointed. He, 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 he was. He looked as disappointed as you sounded. I, yeah, I was, I, and like, I was a little disappointed because uh, I, thought, I thought he was going to just you know, light the world on fire. But again, like oh, you, you, it's, it's not, I mean, it's an incredible number. It's four, two, seven, like four, two, come seven. the fuck on, man. That's so fast. And when you combine that uh, with, uh, with the, the 42 other, inch vertical and Oof. the, and the one thirty one broad man, like he just, it's a profile. It is, it is a profile. And, and you know, his three cone number is going to be sick too. Yeah. He's good. Um, certainly, certainly, and like whatever, if we're, if we're ranking against expectation here, it's like, yes, he slightly exceeded my expectations. I, my, I had, I had chalked down for him a four, three, one and a 39 inch vertical. And so like, uh, yeah, I would say he checked those boxes and that felt pretty much right in line with what I was expecting. And it's like, yeah, man, I, good, good for you, Henry Ruggs. And I, yeah, I'm excited to see the three cones too. That's one where it's like, I've got a lot less in terms of like, I don't know, um, numbers in my head already yep. solidified for what I think those guys are going to do. So, and we got to circle, we got to circle back on that real quick. So we've mentioned on the previous podcast. So when we were running through our rankings, Ben had from watching tape eyeballed, uh, forties and verticals mostly, right? Like those, those were the two you really focused on when you were, when you were those watching. Are, tape. Those are the only, yeah, those are the only two things that I like charted down what I thought they were. Okay. So Ben, you know, again, as we had mentioned on previous podcasts, is a bit of a savant at uh, at guessing these. And uh, and I know you haven't done like a full statistical analysis of, of where these have landed, but uh, you and I were talking as the combine was going the whole way through and... I mean, you were you were you were pretty spot on in in all of these guesses, yeah, I got, I, and uh, I got pretty close. I mean, there's my misses, and we'll definitely we'll definitely cover that. Uh, but yeah, I got pretty close with a lot of these guys, man. So like, yeah, obviously that one right there, I was off by point zero four on the forty and three inches on the vertical. Um, I mean, that's a respectable margin for error for sure. I think and, so. Uh, we'll see. And you know what? Uh, I did not expect that vertical number from him. I mean, you know, you see the explosiveness on tape, but like, I, I guess I just, you know, one of the things we were talking about as, as we were going through too, is like, you know, you don't see guys stand and just jump as high as they can on the football field. Yeah. But like, I, right? dude, it's, 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 all, it's one of those things though, where you just kind of gauge it against other people. I mean, it's the same thing for me with the speed, right? It's like, I don't have like in my mind necessarily what like a, a you know, four, three speed is, you know, it's like, I look at a guy, I see how fast he is compared to other guys that I know run four three or whatever, and you kind of get there the same way. And it's the same thing with the vertical. And yeah, I mean, he displayed things that led me to believe he was going to jump very high. I mean, thirty nine, I think, is the highest vertical I put though, because it's like, goddamn, man, jump, jumping a forty inch vertical is such a challenging thing to do that it's it's you know, yeah. I mean, it's like running in the four twos. It's like, I you know, 
you, you got to be real bold to be predicting that that's going to happen kind of thing. So, uh, yep. I th- but like I said, I think 39 was the highest vertical that I had and I had it for him. So we had several guys blow through that number too, uh, which, which we'll oh get, my God, we'll, which we'll, we'll, we'll get to here. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, we've, we've kicked it off with rugs. Who is another guy just at the top here that you were, you were expecting to, to see blow up tonight? You know, I, I was expecting to see like at, at the very least, um, respectable athletic performances from from these other top wide receivers and dude we got it we got it and it, and it was awesome like let, let's talk about judy for a second um you know i was expecting him to be a about a 442 and a 34 we got a 445 and a 35 i mean dude that's right in the breadbasket yep. uh, of like what he looked like on tape and like what you would want a guy with his skill set to possess um above average athleticism i mean when you're when you're that elite football player like we want yeah. that above average athleticism for it to truly yeah. translate to the next level. And he also, you know, he checked the broad jump uh, box at one t- 120 inches too. So, yeah. um, and, and dude, obviously, you know, goes without saying here that athleticism isn't everything. And there are going to be guys on this list that, you know, didn't necessarily maybe put up the best numbers, but I, I am still interested in, but I mean, dude, on the whole, it's like most of these guys checked, checked like those bare minimum boxes. Kind CD, of thing. CD um, did too at, at four or five with a, 34 and a half inch vertical and 124 broad yep. like that's i mean that's that's checking the boxes man like yeah and really you know a lot of uh true like draft evaluators not guys that just do this in fantasy like us um they talk about how you know in the combine you just don't want to see a number that makes you have to go and reevaluate what you saw on tape from that guy exactly. in, in a negative standpoint and both of those guys exactly they check the box that you wanted to see which is uh, you thought, were, like I said, right at right in the breadbasket. I had CD Lamb at four four seven thirty five. He ran four five even thirty four five. So again, yep. right in the breadbasket. Yep. Um, and so yeah, I mean, do for me, I you know all all of those guys that we just mentioned, who I think are, are you know whatever, maybe the top three wide receivers. Uh, T Higgins, you know, arguably is in that conversation. He didn't participate. Yeah, frustrating. At all. Yeah, him and uh, him um, and KJ Hamler, they didn't do. Um, they didn't do. They didn't run in any of the uh, forty or anything. They they just showed up. Uh, Hamler, I guess, threw down on the bench, but I don't think T. Higgins even did that. So uh, that was frustrating from both of those guys, considering they're both. They uh, were healthy, right? Yeah, I mean, ish at least to the best of our knowledge. Ha- I you know, Hamler said a hamstring. Uh, T. Higgins just straight up said rest, like not not doing it. So. Yeah. Uh, now there were guys, there were guys that did flag out on the medicals uh, and didn't participate because it. I, what Thaddeus Moss was one of them uh, with a, a, a foot fracture, and then who was the other guy? Van, was also a Van foot Jefferson. Van, Van Jefferson, Jefferson was yeah. the other guy. So that who, was a little disappointing. It was, yeah. Uh, uh, but you know, it, we didn't that, well, see any Brian of the Edwards also. Oh yeah, Brian Edwards also. We found out like last week had a, had a foot fracture deal. So. Yeah, uh, that's like th- three guys with that, and then Tyler Johnson also, who I was really anxious to see what he would do, didn't participate in any of the athletic drills. Like I saw him out there doing some on-field drills. Yeah, but he didn't run a forty. He didn't jump and did do any of that. So I think that was a smart move by him. Maybe I I have got him down as a good athlete, and like maybe I'm fucking dead wrong about it. Maybe maybe he is just like a yeah no he looks good on tape. Um, he's I mean he's a he's a hell of a football player, but I think he is an average at best athlete. So, um, that's what, that's what, that's what a lot of people say. We'll see, we'll see. Uh, but those numbers aren't on the record, uh, to, you know, whatever, so, solely my performance here. So, yeah. 
other big name guys do. Jalen Rager. Yep. How do you feel about it? I mean, dude, so 40 number was dis- I mean, at 447, it's it's hard to say that like a 447 is disappointing, but I was disappointed by that 40 number. Like I, I wanted I mean, dude, right I at 44. Yeah, I had him at four four even, and we were literally talking leading up to him running about like uh, I just I feel like I'm going to be dead wrong about this. Like he's 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 going to end up blowing this away and making me look stupid. I mean, there was so much hype leading up to the draft that it's like, oh yeah, dude, it could be rogues. He or ran in the four. He ran in the four twos while he was at TCU in in some like spring practice. And again, that's spring practice, but like that's dude, a big difference like, between four four seven. No, dude, but those numbers are like worthless. I, 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 you know my, you know my feelings on that. The spring practice numbers are like worthless. Like we were literally talking about this the other day. I can't remember if it was on air or off air, but we were talking about Jalen Hurts, and you were saying that like, oh yeah, no, he was timed in the four fours at like an Alabama spring practice. I was like, dude, that guy's gonna run in the four sixes, and it's like, sure enough, he comes out there and he runs in the four sixes. It's well, like he ran, the, the, he ran the spring, four five nine, but uh, yeah. Uh, uh, okay, James. Uh, <laughs> you know, my, my, my point here, I think, stands where it's like, yeah, the, the like hand time spring practice number kind of thing. It's like, uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's always no, that's not the it's, same thing. It's so always take, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, but I mean, dude, everything uh, else from Rager, and again, I think he's somebody who's going to own the three cone. But like forty two inch vert, one thirty eight vertical, dude. 138 broad. I mean, and that's how it looks on tape, man. This guy is explosive and he has top end speed. I think, you know, you and I were talking while this was going on that this is just like his first and second gear are elite and his fifth gear is elite. And that third and fourth gear, he just takes a little while to get through those. And so, um, dude, he also looked like noticeably, noticeably thick. Uh, like he, he filled out his underwear as good or better than anybody else did that was out there running around today. And like, it was one of those things where, uh, he looked visibly bigger than I think his plain weight, like the weight that he checked in at you and I were both super excited about it. It's like, Oh man, that's like a thick build for this guy. He like, honestly, his build looked like Tyreek. It did like very, very much so. But like at the same time, yeah, he didn't run as fast and, Obviously, that's a huge, huge part of Tyreek being Tyreek, but, sure. but that thickness is great. And at four four seven, dude, you could do some serious damage. Yeah, um, especially with that know, explosiveness. He, and and when he yeah. runs in, you know, the high sixes. I mean, he's going to run under a seven three cone. And uh, you know, it was funny with with Rager because the only thing we really got out of uh, producer Tim during uh our watching of the combine was when he was he was other people were running and he was just like dude 45 who's 45 and it was fucking jalen rager and it was like yeah man we you know that dude is that dude's fucking thick with I, two believe, I believe tim was specifically commenting about his thighs yeah if i remember correctly <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So uh, dude, um, he he, look, he he looks like filled out and like yeah man like he could hit somebody and you know they, they're gonna feel it kind of thing I and like yeah man he he looks like like I said checks all the athleticism boxes his size looks fucking awesome I would totally like love to have a guy like that on my team with that build and this array of physical skill set yeah I you know I think he's gonna be super dangerous. I, I, yeah, and I, I mean, I think, you know, a lot of people have talked about him like flirting with a first round pick. Some people even have him in yeah. the first round. I mean, you know, he's he could be, the, you know, the, the third, fourth wide Shoot. receiver off the board. I mean, I think CD, CD and, and, and Judy are, are, are locked in at this point, right? Like we, we feel those For are sure. going to be the top two. They and looked the, so good, dude. Yeah. The on-field drills and everything, they, they just both looked like they belonged. They belonged there as like the two that stand alone. So, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Um, but yeah, Rigger, I you know, 
again, that, that 40 number. He's in that next conversation, that next tier, for sure. Yeah, that 40 number was well, uh, whatever. Yeah, I, I, I had just kind of had like a little, uh, you know, I was excited about those two guys kind of going at it to see like who ran the better time. And uh, I know. So I'm disappointed, but well, this well, isn't like, about, dude, about I, my I, uh, Debbie leagues. So don't worry. No, about it. no, it's, <laughs> it's not. It's not. But like, dude, even I root for these guys just as prospects. Like I want to, I want to see them succeed. And like, especially as you've been scouting them and like you get really into them. It's like, yeah, I mean, you, you, you want to be validated and kind of your thoughts and opinions on them. So yeah, um, I totally, I totally feel that. I mean, I had him at a four, four, even, and, and like, again, I, you know, that, that, again, was like con- considered conservative by the time he was getting ready to run. So, you know, I, underst- I understand being slightly disappointed, but at the end of the day, due to 447, 42-inch vertical, that like kind of a BMI that he's got, like I, that's, that's, that's a great profile. So, yep. uh, then- you know, another guy, man, that, that I think was one of the biggest surprises of this whole thing and certainly has like been in the first round conversation and, and apparently has absolute like elite NFL athleticism is Justin Jefferson. Yep. Yeah, man. Four, uh, four, 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 three, four, four, three was the yeah. official. Okay. In, in a, in a 37, five, you know, um, dude, that, that to me, I, I think was like super validating. There was a lot of people that were kind of questioning what that, and, and like, he was one of the guys I was most off on in like a wrong way. I had him higher than you in our rankings. Like I liked him. I had him in my first round. Um, yeah, but I, mean, I, th- I thought he was gonna be more like a four five, um, and like a 35 inch vertical type of guy. So yeah, those numbers, those numbers are great. I, you know, I, I think that's definitely gonna help his draft stock. I think there's a solid chance that Justin Jefferson's a first round pick at this point. I think, I think there's a good, a good chance on that too. Yeah. He didn't make it into my first round, but I mean, I had him at 14. So, you know, kind of, uh, splitting hairs there, but yeah, I mean like the one thing with will, him, will I he mean, be moving up for you? Dude, so this was the conversation we were just having. Like, who the who the fuck are you moving are down? You I mean, I guess <laughs> yeah. I guess Visca not not really running. Uh, uh, that's, I don't know, that's, dude. If you could bump it there, I, uh, yeah. So we haven't talked to, talked about him, and I don't know if you want to just dive into him or if you, you, nah, you want to talk about just, Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I just want to circle back. I mean, Justin Jefferson, the thing. Like, I mean, you watch this guy on tape. We mentioned it in the podcast. Like, I you know, I mean, this guy is is a dog. He fights for the fucking football. He can play inside and outside. And I didn't see that speed on tape. And and Daniel Jeremiah even said it as the combine was happening that this guy, this is the biggest number that has been put down today was this number by Justin Jefferson because he's, I mean, he's in that first round wide receiver, could be the third wide receiver off the board at this point. I mean, he had the elite production, uh, like I said, can play inside and outside, like fights hard for the ball. And, uh, you know, he's... Yeah, he's somebody who's going to be who could be a first round pick in in the real NFL draft and should be a first round pick in in dynasty dra- rookie drafts. So um, that's you know it was again. I want to see a three cone on him. I want to see three cones on all these guys, and we might have to just touch on that when we do our running back podcast tomorrow night. But um, yeah, he's. Uh, Wait, I gotta be. I I gotta be honest with you, man. I've I've got him in the first round already at twelve, and he might be moving up for me. Like literally everything that he came in at was better than what I what I thought it was going to be. Like he was listed at one ninety three in college, he came in at two oh two. You know all of all of the actual athletic measurables, he came in you know at better scores than what I was expecting. And so it's like, okay, man, what do you do? This guy's the real deal. What do you do, Vert and Broad? Um, Vert, he did thirty seven five. Great. Broad. 
Yeah, uh, so I've got it here. Uh, he did a uh, one twenty six broad. So one twenty six. Yeah. So I mean, you know, that's good. That I mean, those 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 are great numbers. So yeah, I mean, he's he's probably moving up, and um, you know, once we see what happens with the amount of like actual you know capital invested in him um, in the NFL draft, he he could keep moving up. So anyway, we want we want to keep touching on guys, and I guess. Perfect segue is is into uh, into Lavisca Chenault. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just so gonna, like I'm just going to lay starters. out here, man. I'm just going to lay out, and I'm going to let you go. Yeah, I'm going to just let you go. Okay. Uh, like for starters, I, I was watching some of the combine interviews last night, and he had mentioned in his interview that he was the only drill he was going to do was he was going to run. Um, and I can't remember whether he said he was going to do the other ones at his pro day. I'm, I'm hoping that he does. Cause I like, again, man, I, most people thought the, a big chunk of the allure of this guy is that he's like a big, strong, fast, powerful athlete kind of guy. Um, yep. Like it, like, like very, very elite size adjusted athlete. And you know, yeah, that one drill that he did the 40 time was not great. I mean, he ended up doing a four, five, eight, most people, I think, were expecting him to run in the four fours. I had him pegged at a four four six. Um, he didn't do a second run, and I think that there's going to be some, you know, news coming out probably in the next day or so that he probably got injured or re-aggravated an injury. Now, like, keep in mind, dude, he's coming off of so like a uh, like a groin thing or like a pelvic. A inflamed pelvic bone or, or yeah. something along those lines. It was a yeah, uh, it was there was an like, inflamed pelvic thing. Yeah, as yeah. as early as like a couple of weeks ago, there was questions as to whether or not he was going to do anything at the combine. And so like I you know, I think this was a case of a little bit of dude, he really wanted to get out there, he really wanted to participate, really wanted to prove himself, thought that he was ready and just overexerted and it didn't happen. I and so like I will be very interested to see his pro day numbers. I think we'll see a market improvement. But yeah, as of right now, dude, yeah, he takes a hit. Um can I jump in he on takes that a hit, too? At least for the time being. With sure. Just, with just like, I mean, the real thing that we we're questioning about this guy is injuries, like like right now. I you know, like I, can, I know, can this guy stay healthy and his first opportunity? Like, I get it, man. Like, you know, you obviously want to come to the combine. You want to show out, like, show off that elite that elite athleticism that you do have. But uh, you know, not not a good sign. He gets injured in the one drill that he, or the one, I mean, the the one time he, the one thing he's doing, he gets hurt. Well, dude, I don't, again, I don't know how much of it was like he got hurt doing it than it was like a, he was still already sore or strained or whatever going into it, you know? So yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure more news is going to come out here on what exactly the deal was, you know, in the next 24, 48 hours. And, uh, you know, maybe we can readdress it on the next podcast uh, when we talk about the running backs and stuff just briefly, but because I am very curious what the circumstances were surrounding that. I, I, th- I think most people were surprised to have seen that number. And I, I think there's, there's probably something behind it. So other guys here, uh, a guy that like, you know, I, I want to just come back to you. That is another guy that like, that, Showed up in the, his measurables, got him to a place I thought he was going to do a little bit better in the 40 than he did, but is another guy that looks like he's going to be taken in the first two rounds of the actual NFL draft is Brandon Ayuk. Um, yeah. I mean, dude, showed up th- thick, like, oh my God, super excited about, about what he came in at. And then you come to find out that he has a six foot eight wingspan. He's a pterodactyl. Uh, you want you know what's funny? So I mentioned that I was watching the interviews last night. I watched his interview, 
that he did. And like, yeah, man, he like no, he like looked like uh like Rondo or somebody like that. He yeah. was like he had like this noticeably like ridiculous likely wide shoulders. Yep. Um. So it's like, yeah, man, he's definitely got like a fairly unique body type for the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, he came in thick, and then like yeah, I check check some measurable boxes as well. Yeah, ran exactly um, what you said he would run at four or five. Uh, I was disappointed five, by that even. naturally, but he put a put up the forty vert, forty inch vert, and one hundred and twenty eight yeah. inch broad. And again, I think he's somebody who's gonna do well in the three cone. So, um, coming in at the size that he did, like you know, he's he he whatever Dude, check team, those teams boxes are, teams are gonna, gonna want him yeah. I, like that that's the thing in any other draft man maybe this is a guy that's still in that first round conversation i think right. he's gonna be a day two guy as it stands right now there you know but um i i you know i'm he's probably he's probably a guy that was too low in my initial rankings yep for sure so and then another guy that's built like him that uh that we were both higher on than consensus through uh through our like initial rookie rankings was devin duvernay and he put yeah. he put down a time in the forty at four three nine, so sure did. Um, proving us right, man. Uh, you know we all everybody likes to be right about stuff, and uh, and it, and it feels good. Kind of, he's somebody who just paying attention to like the NFL draft related conversations and even dynasty draft conversations. He is somebody who is jumping up people's boards. Uh, so it, it felt good to kind of feel like we were ahead of the curve on that. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, interestingly enough, man, he actually came in at a like much lower weight than what he was listed at. Um, which like, that was one of the things you and I marveled over. It's like, dude, this guy literally like his height weight is a running back. Um, he was listed in college at 5'11", 209. He came in during the combine measurables at 510 and a half and 200 even, um, which still put him actually at like one of, if not the highest BMIs amongst the wide receivers. Yeah, 28.3 um, BMI. Yeah, but he, uh, yeah, man, I, you know, checked, checked, checked a lot of those athletic measurable boxes today. And I thought, I thought he looked really smooth doing the drills and stuff that he participated in. So, um, I think he certainly helped himself. And yeah, I, he's, he's going to get more into the conversation, I think. Um, of a guy that is probably going to be a day two guy? Question mark, or is that even a question mark? I don't. I don't feel like it's a question mark at this point. I feel like he's a day two guy. I think. I think he's probably a day. Two. He's got the feel of a day two guy. He does, um, dude. Another another guy that's got the good feel of a day two guy that I think helped himself today was Michael Pittman Jr. Yeah, checked uh, checked those boxes. You know, like above mm-hmm. average athleticism. Nothing that's going to blow you away. But uh, but certainly certainly threw down numbers that you're like okay yeah no I mean you know with what that guy's tape is uh, that's an NFL wide receiver and people are gonna love his size and and the numbers that he put down at his size were pretty impressive. Yeah, man. I mean, we're talking six four, two twenty three, and he did the forty and four five two with a thirty six and a half inch vertical. Uh, I, for a guy of that size, man, at that height, that those are like. Very, very good numbers, you know? So I, I, I think he, that combined with this tape, yeah, I think he's going to be rising too. I, you know, I am, I like the combine's beautiful, man, because it is like, you've got these ideas in your head, but you just need more data and you know exactly where that more data is going to slot in, like into like how you're evaluating all this stuff. And it's like the moment you get it, 
it's like plugging in a fucking piece of a puzzle that's in like the center that just like connects a bunch of things, you know, it's like, I, I feel like, um, it's like, yep, nope, I could clearly see it. Pittman's like a day two guy now, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and going to another big wide receiver, another guy that came in that, um, everybody was like, man, is this guy making the switch to tight end? Came in at a six, four, two thirty eight. Chase Claypool from Notre Dame. I mean, this guy. This guy that you, we both missed on this guy. I don't know. I did. don't think either of us had him in our in our top thirty six. No. So we're gonna we're gonna need to reevaluate that because, like, yeah, go go ahead and tell us measurables. I mean, he ran a four four two with a forty point five inch vertical and a one twenty six broad. So like, I mean, dude, at that size, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, holy shit. Honestly, and and you know what, man, I I don't his three cones probably going to be bad, and I don't think it matters. So I honestly, I honestly, because like he came into this process, and there was some conversation about him potentially converting to tight end. I think he actually came in heavier than yeah, what he his, came in uh, at two thirty eight. College list was he came in at yeah. two thirty eight, and he was listed at like uh, two twenty in college. Yeah, he did all the drills with the wide receivers today, but. At the same time, man, like, okay, so as, as tantalizing as that is for a wide receiver profile, as a tight end profile, oh my God, dude, like put another like seven to 10 pounds on that guy and like just create like mismatch hell for defenses. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I agree. We'll, we'll see what uh, what he does, but he's somebody who definitely entered himself in the conversation for day two in this draft, yeah, which like... I, I, absolutely, I absolutely agree. And uh, it's, it's nuts because like... Yeah, we missed on this guy, and this guy had production last year. He had over a thousand yards receiving and double-digit touchdowns, and so it's one of those things where, like, this is what's great about the combine is that you get like you got to go back and you got to check the tape on these guys um, mm-hmm. because, like, he was somebody that I bought into that converting to tight end, and that was even when he came in at that weight. I was on like the full hype train, and I think that's what he should do still. But um, you know, he's. He's somebody who definitely is a riser, made himself some real money today. Yep. hundred percent on that. Uh, AGG. AGG. Antonio Gandy Golden. Uh, dude, I think, I think checked boxes. I, again, I had him listed at four, five, seven with a 36 inch vertical. He ran a four, six, even with a 36 inch vertical. Yep. And in my mind, that's, that's basically what I was expecting, what I was hoping for him to do. He did it. I, you know, I don't know. The guy's 6'4", 223. Like, you know what, man? Like, that. those are the numbers that you need at that size, and we know he has great yeah. ball school, ball skills. So, like, yeah. he's going to figure it out for sure. And um, he, he is going to figure it out. I'm curious what um, teams are going to be willing to invest in him. I mean, dude, this, the whole small school element of things. Yeah. You know, that's, that's going to be the big question here. And he's gonna get hurt by how deep this class is, probably. Would would oh, would, would, would be my guess. He you know, probably looking at early day three would 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 be my guess with a guy like him. And um, you know, that's obviously going to hurt him in in the dynasty conversation, but he's somebody who like you could be looking at as a real good value later on in, yeah. in dynasty rookie drafts. So. Dude, so I've got all all kinds of notes on Gandy Golden about like how how long his wingspan is and reach. It just like man, it just looks like a fucking monster out there. And uh, he measured in at a seventy seven inch wingspan. Brandon Ayuk measured in at an eighty. I know. It's I just, know. Like so ridiculous. Yeah, I mean Gandy Such Golden. That's body. like uh, you know that's a that's a six five wingspan or a six. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah. 
and uh, I, and, I used, and I used to I six used... eight, and and and, and like <laughs> yeah. dude, I mean, like when you talk about a height difference, Ayuk came in at uh, at five, five, eleven. five eleven and a half. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that's that's uh, that's insane. Um, but I, just... I want to see I want to see like pictures of him standing because like his his hands have to be like touching his knees. Yeah, it's it, it's it's pretty crazy. Um, another big guy that made himself some money today. Um, that that I have to really reevaluate where I had him uh, is Denzel Mims. Yeah, boy. Um, four three eight, thirty eight and a half inch vertical, one thirty one broad. Like, holy fuck! And and I and I didn't I didn't see this this. I, he looked pretty athletic on tape, but I, I, you know, four three eight at his size—that's um, that's a real number, man. And um, and I definitely was uh, fading him a little bit, and I'm gonna have to reevaluate that because he basically came in at six three. He was six two and, and seven eights and at two oh seven, and and um, yeah, dude, that's crazy size adjusted speed. And like, yeah, I, I gave a little yeah boy here at the beginning because I did have him ranked a lot higher than you did. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's like I still underestimated him here. I underestimated him both in like my athletic measurables and I, and like I st- I think he probably deserves to be a little bit higher up in these rankings. But I I had him at four five even thirty six. Obviously, he smoked smoked that forty time uh, to the tune of you know point one two faster. Uh, yeah, I mean, four three eight's crazy fast for a guy that size, you know. And I liked him. I've got I've got nothing but like positive things to say about him. I think this is going to help him for sure. Is he in the conversation for day day two now? And you know, this this is starting to get yeah. like, into like a really a really crowded conversation. But I don't know if it's too crowded. I mean, dude, it's entirely possible that we see something like fifteen wide receivers, you know, go in the first three rounds. Is that possible? Dude, yeah, Kuiper said twenty five. Yeah. In the first three rounds? Yeah. Kuiper said that. Holy shit. Yeah, man. I mean... Oh, my God, dude. That, 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 well, that, can you imagine how many it, people I mean, that means we're possibly it's, missing it's, here? That would be some sort of a crazy record. It's, it's not literally... It's literally not possible. But, you know, it no. was, was Kuiper doing a little, you know, hot take kind of thing. But, like, but, like, sure. But, but, that but, is, but, like, he's trying to make a point here yeah. that, like, 25 guys potentially could have, like, a, a round one to three grade that, that are coming up in this draft, man. It is a ridiculous class. And, then, like, this is going to be the wildest part about it, James, for fantasy purposes, is when these rookie drafts roll around, it's like... That almost ensures that there is going to be one or two guys, at the very least, that slip through the cracks that are going to end up being dudes. You know that'll be available in the third round. You know, oh, one hundred percent. I mean, there are every year, but I mean, you could look at more than that this year, uh, and yeah, like more than that this year. Um, speaking of a guy that like could or was looking like he might slip through the cracks, that you know we had talked about his production not being what we wanted to see, but Donovan Peoples Jones, man, oh my goodness. I, we he we honestly should have <laughs> let off with him because like he did one of those combine performances like uh, where where it's just like Dude. yeah man oh my god just like kind of like floors you uh, um, four four eight which great number yeah. but forty four and a half inch vertical which like we we Ooh. we need we need to talk about that like forty four and a half I don't know where that stands on a vertical record but that's insane. And then a one thirty nine inch broad. I mean, this guy Byron, Byron Jones, by the way, I believe held the vertical record at forty four and a half. Okay, so I mean, yeah, dude, and 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 this guy that one thirty nine inch broad, like 
that's even a crazier number to me because that's 11 and a half feet. Okay, I'm, I'm hold on just real quick. I'm wrong on this. There's a handful of guys that did 45 and one guy that did 45 and a half. Chris Conley was actually one of the guys that did 45. Okay. Uh, Cameron Cameron Wake actually did 45 and a half. That's oh, unbelievable. What? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah we don't But uh, but, but, but all the same, dude, yeah. we're, th- that's dating back to like 05. The most recent guy to do it was like Donald Washington in 09. Chris Conley did it in 2015. Yep. So I mean, this is definitely Byron Jones did forty four and a half in twenty fifteen. So this is definitely, dude, like a you know, one of the best we've seen in many many years, for sure. Yeah, uh, definitely the best, but the best in this class by uh, you know a few inches. So all right, dude, it's you know, and he this did, guy's this guy can jump. And he's, he's he's got explosion. Yeah, and he was I mean he was a five star coming out of high school again. Would have loved to see more production, but I mean he came in at six one and five eight, so a little over six one and a half, two twelve. Um, you know, yeah. This is this is somebody who I mean, probably people are going to get enamored with that with those athletic testing numbers, man. And, and yeah, dude, and he, he still just, worries me. I mean, yeah, I, you know, where, where did where did you have him ranked? Um, let me just pull this up here. I had him at twenty eight, and like maybe he yeah he I had him maybe at 30, he deserves to be higher. I had him at thirty four, uh, and yeah, he's definitely going to go up yeah. from there. I mean, I was just like fading that lack of production so hard. Um, For me, it's not even lack of production, man. It's it's like lack of I don't I don't know that playmaking ability is the right word for it because obviously, like he's he's very good when you get him into open space and stuff like that. Maybe maybe it's technical skills is more what what I am thinking here but like yeah i don't know man he, he just he doesn't he doesn't have the like oh i i am owning out there like i am dominating out there kind of thing that i feel like a lot of these other wide receivers have going on like there's still work that needs to be done he has an unfinished project yep unfinished project that somebody will probably potentially uh, take a fucking day two pick on you know yeah if al davis was uh still alive and running the uh, raiders yeah, dude, you go gonna, number one overall yeah just whatever whatever the raiders first but you know best first round pick is that's uh that's where he was gonna go uh any other dudes that you want to hit on we, we probably should cover a few of the tight ends yeah are there any other wide receivers oh yeah, I want to talk about Quintus. Yeah, Cephas. I was going to say there's there's one that we need to talk about in a negative light. Um, yeah, he ran a four seven three, uh, which is for those that are unaware very slow. Um, it's dude, tight end I, and again, like you, you, that is tight end speed. Slow um, tight end speed. You were not. You were you. It's not slow tight end speed. That's what like most of the faster tight ends were running, with the exception of one or two guys, but. Uh, you and I were talking about how awkward he looked when he was running. Like there's like form problems there with his release and just, I don't know if he ran like all hunched up and stuff. I thought he looked way faster on film than he put down the numbers. And this was, I would say pretty easily my biggest miss in terms of what I thought the time was going to be versus what it actually was. Because I, mean, I, I had him down at like a four four nine, and that four seven three makes me look like a fucking idiot. Um, Again, it's he, a good thing that I, I like got as close as I did on like most of the rest of these. But like, he did he did throw up a thirty eight and a half inch vertical. Yeah, in a one twenty four inch broad. So like the explosiveness yeah. is 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 there. There was something with his running form. I mean, he started all hunched and then he got straight up. Like I like he was. I look like so he awkward. was Forrest Gump or something <laughs> while he was running. Like I was, I don't know. Yeah. 
I was really, really confused. Um, it was frustrating, but uh, he's still somebody that I like. He, he's obviously going to move down my board. Um, I had him at 29. I mean, just so many other guys that put down numbers today that he's he's got to go down my board. We'll see what he I does. Agree, we'll see what he does at his pro day. Somebody's like, that guy's got to get with somebody that knows how to run a 40 and, no uh, shit. Um, and teach him proper form so that he can just throw down in the four or fives and then we can call it good. You know, now like the fun, the funny part about this is if like literally it is a problem with this form as both you and I suspect that should have like zero bearing on like what we think his actual NFL value is. Um, and so there's a piece of me that's like, okay, yeah, he's going to go down my board, but I'm going to kind of keep him in the back of my head as somebody who it's like, this guy is going to trick people into thinking he's not going to be a good NFL player, but he probably still will be. Yep. So, uh, we'll see. And again, the pro day, he, he might, he might be able to correct some of this stuff, but, uh, tight ends. Yeah. I mean, we have to mention just off the top, Alberto. What the f- fuck was that? I mean, it was a four, four, nine. It was a four, four, nine. And, uh, and he did that four, four, nine at uh what we got here six five two fifty eight so uh feeling pretty validated with him as the only tight end i have in in my uh in my top 36 no, dude, that's that's good you probably <laughs> did you probably didn't have him high enough nope honestly but no but this this ends up being the problem man and it's like uh, you know yes that time is ridiculous but like everybody was blown away by that time. Everybody's like, "Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. look at how fast that was!" Nobody, nobody was expecting him to run that fast. And you want to know why, man? Because he doesn't look anywhere near that fast when he plays football. And and like that's going to be the problem for me with like immediately wanting to like because like, dude, look these numbers on paper. Uh, he didn't do they, anything they, else they, though, they, right? They, yeah, but they say they say that he's the clear tight end one in this class, and they say that he should be considered in like at like the one two turn just based on the numbers you know and and i'm like one of the first people to sit there and say that athleticism for the tight end position is is one of the best indicators of future success yep. um across any position so i you know tight end especially though there's a direct correlation like there's like you know obviously not like the elite elite but like those guys that are above like the 80th percentile in athleticism that like almost always translates if they can play football yeah. and this guy is has proven do- that he can he can play football but you know I, I i refer people back to when we talked through him on um on uh episode three of our rookie six of our rookie rankings uh the the back half when when we covered him because He's somebody that, yeah, doesn't really take advantage of that athleticism as much as we'd love to see him do. So, um, but yeah, yeah he, he, he didn't do any other drills. Like, he, he didn't do anything. No, he didn't. It was like, hey, I just ran a 4.49. It was almost like he was so surprised by it that it's like, why would I do anything else right now? <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, well, he didn't even bench yesterday. That was the thing. He didn't even bench yesterday. This is, I, I want this guy to go out there and do these other things because you know what, man? My eyes said that this guy was not explosive. I, I didn't have him in my top 36, but like I was considering him and he was in there for a while. And so it's like I had numbers down for him. I thought he was a four six five guy, you know, and I thought he was going to do like a 31-inch vertical. I, this was not a guy that I thought was explosive. You can't run a four so, four nine at that size and not be explosive, though. 
Like it's just not possible. I, no, I, you're, you're right. On, on paper, that absolutely is the case. Uh, you know, this is just like going back to my, my original argument here on him, which is that like, I don't see it on the tape. And I'm worried that there's an incongruence there that like shouldn't be ignored. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I can agree with you there. Um, you know, the, the guy at the, uh, at the tight end position, you know, there, there were two guys really that, uh, that I felt really stood out today that I'm, I'm really starting to feel well, three. And I, and I'd mentioned a few of them before, but Hunter Bryant, like digging, digging me some Hunter Bryant, Harrison Bryant too. And then, uh, Adam Troutman, who, I don't know. You pick. Let's do. Let's just do a dealer's choice here. Which one of those three do you want to cover first? Uh, let's talk about Troutman. Yeah, mainly because he threw down out of all of the tight ends the dirtiest three cone, and it was like the only one that was like a legitimate dirty three cone for any position. He ra- he did it in six, seven, eight. It's nasty. Um, which again, like that that's nasty. That'd be great for a wide receiver or a running back. Um, and he did it at six five two fifty five. Uh, you know, that's a full size tight end right there. Um, Belichick's first you know, round pick, it, man. It's like, oh my god, maybe, three cone. <laughs> maybe. I mean, he ran a four eight even, so like obviously that's nothing special. Um, his bench was eighteen. That's reasonably good. A vertical of thirty four and a half and a broad of one fourteen are both at least semi explosive. And so, yeah, uh, like yeah, man. As the total athletic package, I think it's I think it's good. I think it's definitely very interesting. He's a guy that I'm going to try and spend some more time uh, looking into. Yeah, this was somebody that uh, over the last few weeks I've I've been like, you know, we got to keep our eye on this guy. Uh, you have been. It's, I will give you credit for that. You have been. It's been uh, kind of. It's like tough to kind of find stuff on him since he played at Dayton. Uh, but I know, but I mean, this guy, uh, had elite production last year as a tight end and, uh, you know, kind of after today, this tight end class is still kind of meh, right? Like we're kill- we're still kind yeah, of I meh, agree. but like you, you've got a few guys that have brought themselves into that day two conversation. And, uh, um, I mean, dude, like someone, one of these guys, at least is going to, everyone always drafts a tight end of the first round. It's like Albert O will probably go in the first round. People are going to see that size at four, four, nine. And like probably rightfully so should sit there and be like, I'm going to make that guy into the NFL tight end that I think it should be. You know, I, it's like, he's got the requisite size athleticism, the size adjusted speed, like do the speed score for him is going to be out of this fucking world. It's going to be one of the best ones that we've ever seen which again makes very little sense to me based on the tape that I've seen, but it's like, okay, maybe a team sits there and looks at him and says, look, if we can get this guy to process this stuff fast enough or whatever, and he's actually playing to that speed out there, he will be fucking unstoppable. Yeah. Uh, so of the other two there's, guys, that there's I no other. No. Yeah. I, no, I was going to say there's like no other real like size adjusted speed, like monsters in this class. I mean, the next fastest guy is Bryson Hopkins at four, six, six. Yeah, and I, I didn't even mention him in that list. And then Cole Komet, he's the he's the guy that Cole like Komet, yeah. when you listen to a lot of people, he's the other guy that that they're like that's somebody who could be could be a first round guy could be a first round pick. And his athleticism yeah. numbers today, you know, they he you know above average athleticism at the position. So, um, any of these guys you're you're crushing on at all? No. I like honestly. I, I spent most like even though Albert O's number is ridiculous. Like I said, like epically ridiculous. I, I still mostly spent my time shitting on him. Uh, you know, <laughs> these other guys. I, there's like some intrigue here, man. I'm, I'm like semi intrigued, uh, and you know, I might take a. St- 
I'm going to do more work on the tight ends as we go through this process here. Obviously, draft capital is going to be a big factor for me, I think, at this point, landing spot as well. So, Ben, we've got some three-cone numbers. Oh, do we really? Yeah, I don't. So well, you sound dis- distressed. Well, Brandon Ayuk didn't run. Neither did uh, did Chase Claypool, which was probably smart for him. Quintez Cephas came in at a seven point two, which you know, not not too bad. Um, Denzel Mims did a fucking six six six. Oh Side my of the beast. god! Devin uh, Devin Duvernay at a seven one three. Uh, Gandy Golden at seven three three. Uh, we you know we kind of expected that. Yeah. Uh oh my god, Mims put down that number. Jeez. That's what I said, dude. Six six six, mark of the beast. Oh uh, Pittman god. put down to six six nine six. That's fourth best out of this group. Oh, yeah. Rager. That that makes you real real interested in Pittman. Oh, Rager's. Oof. Rager, Rager and AGG running like the same three cone. Oof. Yeah, that's a bummer. Rugs didn't run. Or at least there isn't a number here. No, I, dude, I was I was telling you this, man. Like Ruggs got injured running the forty. He had ice on his leg afterwards. Didn't do any of the on-field drills. Okay. So I, you know, we'll, we'll see more of him at the at his pro day. I, and this is one of those things too with like Tua in his injury timeline. I believe there's going to be two separate Alabama pro days, and so it's possible that like Ruggs will come back to throw with Tua for Tua's pro day. Um, no Jerry so Judy. No CD Lamb. Judy, Judy will have chances if he wants to have them. Yeah, no, no CD. Obviously, no Hamler. Yeah, I mean, uh, these are on the whole disappointing. I will say, are. looking at them, some of them are impressive. Like I'm looking now at Denzel Mims. Like, holy shit, bro, you might be one of the best athletes in this wide receiver class, loaded with athletes. Yeah, he, uh, he's, um, he's already. I mean, he's changed my mind. I'll just, you know. Let's put it that way. And um, he is somebody who, like, because he was a senior, right? Went to the senior bowl. Um, that athleticism, that production profile, looking a little scary Terry-ish. Like, at this point, kind of post-combine, how people were feeling about I mean, him. Dude, better than, better, like, from an athletics profile standpoint, better than that. Um Wow, dude, this is this is yeah, this is an elite athletic profile we're talking about at this point. Yep, four th- dude, yeah, at six at six three two zero seven, that four three eight. You know the the explosive numbers one thirty one in the broad jump, thirty eight and a half in the vertical, and then now a six 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 three cone. That is like that is the complete profile for for the big wide receiver that you would want yeah, in a I lab mean, type of thing. Yeah, McLaurin ran a four three five. With a 125 broad, 37 and a half inch vert, and then a 701 three cone. So yeah, but at uh, what at what size? I mean, we're talking about a guy that was yeah. noticeably smaller. 208. 208, but what height? He is like six foot, right at six foot. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know, man. We'll see. I uh, this this like jives for me with the tape for Mims. I think he's gonna be one of these guys that we may see as like a real life NFL riser. Um, following this, certainly, man, he is probably the guy that's that cashed the hardest here in terms of increasing his draft stock. Yeah, I mean, he crushed. Uh, he's had a great off season. Like he is. I mean, he crushed the Senior Bowl, 
and now he's come to the combine and he's owned that. I'd be really interested to see how he did in interviews. We haven't seen any, mm-hmm. you know, I've been paying really close attention to the blurbs and I haven't seen anything about how he interviewed, but I think kind of post combine people will be asking about him and, and how those interviews Dude, went. Watch, like, so. are you talking about the team interviews? Cause like yeah. one of the beautiful things about the combine is that there's a plethora of interviews that these guys do just various public interviews throughout the process. And most of that stuff is available on YouTube and I highly recommend you get on there. I find it to be and whatever, not to get like too like psychoanalytical about it or whatever, but I find it to be very revealing uh, to see like the character of a guy, the intelligence of a guy, uh, you know, the way that he speaks about certain things, uh, you know, the attitudes that he carries or whatever. Like a lot of that comes across through these interviews and I have not seen one of his, but yeah, like I'm definitely going to go check it out here because yeah, I'm at this point, I'm just looking for reasons to buy in harder. So yeah, I was talking the team interviews, but I'm I'm gonna need to take a look at those at those combine interviews too for for a lot of these guys. Um, I heard the really funny quote from Judy. I don't know if you like heard this about he was like, people call me Jew for short, like one Jew. So I got the Star of David tattoo. I don't know if you likes heard heard that quote, but <laughs> some no. some pretty funny shit. Uh, Jerry Judy's boss. So I think Cherry Judy's awesome. I think we, we although, all, we although, know you know, that. who's more of a boss and like is definitely solidified as my number one wide receiver is CD lamb. I was like, he, he checked enough of those boxes for me where it's like, yeah, I mean, and I like watching him with the on, on field drills. So fucking smooth, dude. I, I think he's borderline every bit as smooth as Jerry Judy is. And then I think that he's just so much more of a dynamic weapon in the open field. So I, you know, Judy, Judy's great, but well, we're going to do a ranking update here in a few days. We will. We so, will. We will. Um, so that will certainly be the time for you to reiterate your feelings about CD. Uh, well, don't you worry. Anything else here before we, we sign off for the night? Uh, I, I think that probably about covers it. Uh, you know, I'll be excited to do the one tomorrow. At the end of the day, man, I love the wide receivers, but the running backs are... I always, I always get so excited for the running backs. So, um, and this, this is going to be such an amazing group. So, yeah, pump for tomorrow. Yeah, man. Me, me too. So... Um, Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Like Ben mentioned, and, and we mentioned off the top here, we'll be doing uh, a similar rundown uh, post uh, the running back uh, measurables and, and drills uh, for tomorrow. Uh, we're going to include quarterbacks in that. Uh, quarterbacks did everything today, but we just wanted to focus on wide receivers and tight ends. So tomorrow we'll be doing our uh, our roundup on uh, on running backs and quarterbacks. Thank you for joining us, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.